0: and welcome back to the christian music guys podcast the podcast for christian music fans by christian music fans on today's episode we talk about our recent trip to the k love fan awards so guys what was your favorite part of this weekend this past weekend
1: to me i've been looking forward to this event for like a whole year so uh the part I would say, like, the the coolest part, the the coolest experience was being on the red carpet and the adrenaline rush of, you know, all these people coming and all these people that we grew up listening to that we've had the opportunity to talk to on here before and newer artists and uh, just getting to talk to everybody. And, you know, it was a joy. It was a joy. You know, there, there are people just like you and I. And they have true hearts for ministry, and that's one thing that I realized i mean not realized, but you know one thing that I really just understood more was their heart behind what they do, and the ministry that they do day to day and it's more than just singing songs, but you know listening to the Lord and writing things down, and when they have something and creating, you know, the whole creating process of the music and just being there and experiencing that and seeing all these people on the red carpet. It was it was unbelievable. It was amazing.
2: So I think for me, what I enjoyed the most this weekend, I mean, obviously, the, the show was great. I mean, the award show was fine. Um, obviously, nothing wrong there. I had a blast. Uh, red carpet was crazy, just like Jacob said, in a great way. Uh, just getting to meet everybody. I think, but for me, the thing I enjoyed the most on... I I think it was the first night they had an emerging artist or that maybe it was the second day i can't remember but the first night Uh they had an emerging artist uh showcase where they had a bunch of artists that were newer uh maybe they've just come out with an album or have a few singles and they just i think there were five of them on stage and they just uh brandon heath led it um and i think it was brandon heath uh john reddick uh, Katie Nicole, uh, uh, Blessing Offer, Ryan Ellis. Am I missing yes. somebody?
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's think? it. That was
2: it. It was, it. Right?
1: It was four plus uh, Brandon Heath.
2: Man, I enjoyed that because it was really cool. To I mean, obviously, I, I've heard I've heard of them before, uh, and I've heard their uh, you know obviously like John Reddick's song uh, "God Turn Around." Like I've heard it on the radio before, but these newer artists had a chance to. Um, introduce themselves, talk about you know their ministry, uh, the story behind the songs, and then they got to play and showcase some of their other songs they've written that aren't on the radio yet or even uh, been released yet. Uh, and I've become a fan. I mean, I've I've really become a fan, and it's really cool to. Um, and then even like talking with after the um, the emerging artist uh, showcase that Brandon Heath. Uh, hosted, just being able to talk with him on the red carpet, which we'll hear that interview soon, but like being able to talk to him about the new artist and just kind of his excitement for what Christian, like what is in CCM now, like the new artists that are coming out, uh the sound, like where things are going. Uh, I'm really excited because, man, there's massive talent. The songwriting is, is fantastic. And, uh, I think that made me really pumped about, um, you know, where where Christian music will be in the next few years. So I think that was probably for me my favorite part.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. There were so many awesome moments. I will say it was fun. The
2: any of I just want to point out that Christopher's wearing Chris is wearing his Christian Music Guys podcast T-shirt while we're recording this. So.
1: Yeah. Represent.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think it was awesome on both of those. Uh What was the emerging artist? And then the second one, what was the second one on the Saturday?
2: Songwriter S- showcase. I Song think. Writers, Songwriters showcase. Yeah.
0: Yes. I thought it was just really cool how it was pretty much like unplugged. Like it was all acoustic. And then yeah. like you really got to see the artist be like, oh man, I don't remember the lyrics to the song or right. stop yeah, in the middle funny. of the song and be like, um, I just messed that up. Um, hold on, let me let me rewind and go again. So that was that was pretty cool because in on a normal concert, you don't you don't ever see that or mm. get that side of everything. It's it's um, a lot more polished. Yeah. But also I think aside from all of the the Kayla fan awards. I think it was just fun hanging out Um, with Jacob being in Florida. We don't see, we don't all see each other hang out as much anymore. So just getting to go to Nashville together, hang out, do everything that we love to do with, you know, seeing artists and concerts and shows and just being, being in the music realm, um, you know, at, the Opryland, or at Opryland. Yeah. Nashville, yeah. <laughs> Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. there we are. I, I think that was really fun. Yeah.
2: And Chris, you just, you sentimentaled us. You out-sentimentaled yes, us because I you did. said family was your favorite part. Yes, uh, I did. <laughs> so a way to make us feel really bad for not <laughs> saying that.
1: <laughs> uh, so do you guys remember the joke that Corey Asbury said about Stephen Curtis Chapman? I'll remind you all and tell our listeners So the second night, like Chris was talking about The Songwriter Showcase So each one of them sang and it was amazing And they all got a standing ovation Pretty much after every time they sang And Stephen Curtis, it was his turn to Uh, sing I remember now, I remember now And he probably played, he did like a medley of songs Probably six or seven songs at one time And everybody knew him and Corey Asbury's like singing to him, and then it's Corey's turn, and then Corey's like, "Man, how do I follow that up?" He's like, "Steven's got more hits than Will Smith does." <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I've
2: forgotten about that.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: says the guy who currently has like four or five songs in the radio too.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but there was there was a lot of songs that. Um, when Steve, Stephen Curtis Chapman was singing and he would do that medley and kept going into different ones, I was like, oh, that's right. He did write that. Oh, that's right. That was yeah. him. Like, I did the exact same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, that is his
2: song, man. And it was always funny because they would play, like, you know, like Steven would play or Mac Powell would go, and sing some of his great songs. And then whoever was next was always like, oh man, that stinks that I got (laughs) to follow you. Cause everybody would be singing, you know, cause they'd bust out one of their old songs or, or Tasha Layton would sing and it was like booming voice, you know? And then, and then Mac would go next and he'd be like, man, this is not fun going after you. (laughs) I mean, it was fun to like, they were just messing with each other. So that was fun to, uh, to be there for that too.
1: That's somebody I like to listen to as well, Mac Powell. He has an amazing voice, and he played the second night with the um, songwriter showcase. And just like Chris and Jesse said, he sang some of his new stuff, some third day stuff, and then he ended with "God of Wonders," which the story behind that song was pretty neat to hear. Um, didn't he say like something his management team didn't want him to sing that and? He sang it anyway and they were mad and then they realized the after effects of that song, you know, what happened, um, how it blew up or whatever. So thought so that was pretty interesting. Well, I remember
0: him saying that when he first got the song, he was like, Yeah, I like the, the chorus, but I'll I'll wanna rework the verse or something like that. Yeah. Like the verses. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah. No, nah, I'll just end up doing it how it is, like whatever.
2: Yeah, I mean it's cool to it's always cool to be able to hear kind of the story behind the songs because I think it's something that we don't often think about. the you know the fact that sometimes when we hear a song on the radio for the first time and it kind of blows up, they've been working on it for four or five years, maybe, at you know at that point. They've been passing it around or you know uh, g- fixing things. and so I mean, it makes sense. It, it, it's cool just to be able to hear kind of the story behind uh, all of that. And I think for me, if I had to say one more thing that was real fun, it was we had the opportunity to talk to a lot of the fans, which was cool. Um, just kind of going around and, and, and chatting with people, why they were there and who their favorite artist was, uh, introducing ourselves, um, promoting the podcast, of course. Uh, but also just getting to like, hear what they were excited for. And, you know, some people came from really far away and it's just, it's really fun in that environment because obviously we're the, you know, our podcast is, you know, for like us being fans uh, and we make it for fans. And so it it was cool to be able to be with other people um, that are also fans. It it, kind of felt like if I was a nerd at a Comic-Con, you know what I mean? Like being a Christian music fan at the Caleb awards is you're with your people. And and that was fun to be excited with them. And, and uh, just, just a disclaimer. So we talked to a lot of fans and I know some of you are listening. And so uh, we tried to ask all the questions that you guys had for us. And I realized, dear listener, uh, after the fact of the red carpet being complete chaos, that I may have asked your question to the wrong artist. (laughs) Just a heads up, guys. Listen, and and we were going to talk about this, uh, but we want to give you that disclaimer. Um, In the chaos of the red carpet, Uh, you're kind of just, it's an onslaught of people just coming at you and, you know, you don't know who's next. And sometimes you'd look at your notes last second and we had written down, you know, the, Hey, this person from this place wants to know this. I may have asked somebody who had a question for Katie Nicole. I may have asked Tasha Layton. um, And honestly, I don't know, but Hey, listen, your question still got asked to somebody, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Also I take offense to that. You said if you're a nerd at Comic-Con, what if you're a, a, just a nerd in general?
2: <laughs> I mean, but like imagine though like let's say like what you're passionate about. Like I feel like I would fit in. I say that as a nerd that would enjoy being with nerds at Comic-Con. But I'm just saying I was trying to think of a
0: I I would say it would it would it would be like being at Comic-Con like you being like nerding out at Comic Con, but also having backstage pass. <laughs> yeah, like to be, you know what I mean? Like that's right. what it would be like. Cause it was, right, I mean, yeah. that's what it was for us. Like we were in at the Kayla Fan Awards and we had like red carpet pass and whatever. <sighs> yeah, it was and we awesome. were able to talk to artists and everything. So it was like, <clears throat> it, we were just in our element as far as. And then, absolutely. like, cause many yeah.
2: artists kept saying this was their favorite because. Like, I, I know that Joel and Luke mentioned it, uh, Mac mentioned it, but, it like, there's something different about these awards because it is for the fans, and they're, they're able to spend time with fans and answer questions. And, like, you know, after the Songwriter Showcase, it was, like, like Stephen Curtis Chapman, and Tasha Layton, Mac Powell, like, they were serving ice cream, root beer floats to fans. You know what I mean? So it's, like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's a really cool environment Uh, to, like, if you're a fan of Christian music... Um, to go and just be a part of, because you know it's like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's a place where you can be a fan and and get to know uh, other fans and artists as well. So,
0: so the first interview we're going to get into is the interview with Katie Nicole.
2: Hey, we're here on the red carpet with Katie Nicole, Katie. So you're nominated for quite a few things this year. You got uh, Female Artist of the Year, Breakout Single, Worship Song. How's that feel, kind of like your first, you know, one of your first times at bat to just knock it out of the park like that?
3: Well, I'm just incredibly grateful. I, I could have never imagined that God was going to take this song and use it in such a way that, I mean, would even lead me to this place right now. And and I'm just so grateful to be standing here and to be at the Grand Ole Opry. I mean, come on, we're at the Grand Ole Opry, guys. Like, that's so cool. But, you know, I just praise God through it because he's He's really, really good.
2: And so we've we had the opportunity to see you yesterday uh, with uh, Brandon Heath at the breakout. Uh, is he really that nice, or is I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like you can tell us, is he really that nice? He's,
3: he's really that nice. <laughs> I, I spent a good amount of time with him, and he's really that nice.
2: Oh, awesome. Hey, so our podcast is a Christian music podcast for fans by fans. And so we talked to a few of your fans this weekend, and we have a couple that have questions for you. So I have picked one, and I'm going to ask it for them. Okay? So Michelle from Maryland, because she's a huge fan, she she begged me to ask you, how have you been able to manage uh, being successful so quickly and at a young age?
3: You know, by keeping my eyes focused on the one who gave me this gift. And also the one who is going to keep me going through all of this. Jesus is my strength. Jesus is my energy. Jesus is how I'm getting through this. And I promise you, I have to stay grounded every single day. And that means spending intentional time with God.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Well, good luck tonight, Katie. Thank you so much for taking the time. So nice meeting you. Have a good day. Thank you. So that is one, Michelle, that I'm pretty sure I got right. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, but she was super nice. Um, and then, um, she won Worship Song of the Year, right? Uh, yeah, in
3: Jesus' name. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Let
2: me tell
1: y'all something. I, I told y'all when we walked away from that uh, emerging artist, the showcase the first night, she sings with such authority, and that's what Brandon he said to. I mean, there's such authority behind her behind her voice. I mean, not. You know, every now and then you'll hear an artist, you know, crack or or whatever, or sing the wrong key. She what? She didn't at all. She didn't mess up. But I don't think it was her trying not to mess up. It was just the anointing that flowed through her, and she she really did sing with power. I mean, wouldn't you all agree? Yeah, for sure. Or- I mean,
2: she she talked about um, you know the songs that she was singing. She t- had talked about where they came from prayer journals and just different moments she had. And they were things that the Lord was doing in her life. So, I mean, she wasn't, she's not singing someone else's song. She's singing something that was really personal to her and it shows, I think. Also, she was one of the first people we interviewed. So we, we kind of had butterflies as well. And it was real fun because, um, you know, it was, it was the, everything had started. We've, we had not been to the, the red carpet before there and, you know just the butterflies and being the nerves and all that stuff and then she walks up and she's like before before that interview she looks at us and she goes this is my first red carpet i'm such (laughs) she said something along the lines of like i'm just like such a dork like i just feel like i don't i feel so awkward and i was like oh that's (laughs) that's comforting so thanks so do we (laughs) yeah that's literally what we said we were like we were like well. If we're glad you're talking to us because we're also feeling super awkward right now, so um so thanks for the uh encouragement
1: so this next group, kane, are um a trio, and their brother and sister um, sisters. so yeah brother, yeah, brother and sisters, yeah, and uh, they sang the commission that night, which is an amazing, oh, beautiful song, it was so good, uh and they man when y'all watch the awards like on tv they were like choking up and like it took them a little bit to get through it because it was just so overwhelming but yeah so let's check out the uh, interview with kane we are back on the red carpet with kane kane nice to see you guys you guys are nominated for group duo of the year song of the year the commission that is amazing so how does that make you guys feel being nominated for all of that I mean, I feel like Whoa, you could just cut right now to a shot of me from last year <laughs> yeah.
4: and how surprised I was and yeah. double it. I am literally shocked to be in this group. They're, it's
1: all my favorite mm. music. Those are my you songs too. of the year. Yeah,
4: I'm I so know.
3: thankful that mine's in it. It's who I listen to, and it, it's just wild to have your name even associated next to people that you really care about. So. Awesome.
1: Quickly, tell us, that, what, what is the commission about? That is amazing songs, touch numerous lives. Just tell us real quick, what, what what's that mean?
3: It, it. Well, it's... The Great Commission, and um, we had no idea when we wrote this song that it would ever make it to this point. Because we we came to the right, let's write something meaningful. Let, let's not try to be catchy or cool. Let's just really be like, why are why are we singing? What is this about? So we tried to tell the story of the Great Commission from Jesus' perspective, and I can't believe it's here. Woo!
1: So well, good luck tonight, guys. You all Thank look you. amazing.
4: Thank awesome. You. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you.
0: And yes, they did look amazing. I'm pretty sure they had two. Wardrobe changes the whole thing. They did. Tonight, or three? Three, maybe?
1: Two or three, yeah.
0: I know the red carpet, they were all wearing bright orange and pink. Um, Always
1: color-coordinated. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. And when they performed, they were all wearing the same color, too.
2: Yeah, I think they had one for the... Yeah, there was one for red carpet, one for just watching, and one for performing. And, you know, they were definitely, like, best dressed. And and they're super nice, man. They were so, They were so cool to
0: just chat with they were they were really fun oh yeah and and especially after watching the k-love fan awards there's a lot of shots where you see logan mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. just in the like if it's a song that's being sang he's like in it like mm-hmm. they right there with the other artists oh, like yeah. singing along w- worshiping, and yeah. worshiping he so, so cool
2: and that's something that's cool because I think they had mentioned that. And, I, and I, I think it was off off mic or maybe another time of the weekend. I, I can't remember. But they had mentioned that, man, like, I'm fans of all these other artists. Like, uh, I love their songs. And and uh, I love when these are the what I listen to on the radio and stuff. And I think actually several artists said that. But I, I feel like I remember Kane uh, saying, man, we're just, you know, we're, we're kind of geeking out too. Well, uh, the next interview we'll get into is um, when we talked with Jordan Felice um, and his wife. Actually, they were they were both very kind. Um, Jamie, right? Yeah, Jordan, Jordan and Jamie, and Jamie, yeah. And um, Jordan, obviously, with his trademark fedora hat, looking super cool. Uh, I was telling to fedora? At- it's like a cowboy fedora. I like mm-hmm. a mix. I don't know what you call it. What it is, is what fedora. do you call that? It's not a fedora. I don't think it's small enough it's to not be a fedora. fedora. It's cool, that's all I know. And but Jordan.
1: Uh, Jordan needs to have a Christian music guy's logo on one of his fedora hats.
2: Yeah, we yeah. we'll work on that. We'll work on <laughs> We can ask him that. You know, we'll ask him to do that for us. Um yeah, but man, uh he performed uh Jesus is coming back. And I think you talked a little bit about the song in the interview. It was cool to get to know a little bit about the song. Um, so, yeah, we'll get into our red carpet interview with Jordan.
1: Back on the red carpet with Jordan Feliz. Jordan, you are performing tonight with Jonathan Trailer. Man, tell us, tell us how you're feeling tonight.
4: Man, I'm feeling pretty good, dude. Yeah. Just feels good to be back, surrounded by people that believe in Christian music and believe that You know, man, it's it's one of the most powerful things. It's changed my life, Um, and it's just been a constant source of encouragement for me. So I love being around these people, man. It's amazing.
1: So tell us about the song "Jesus is Coming Coming Back," and tell us, um, you know, it's it's affecting so many lives. And we all know that Jesus is truly coming back. We're living in the last days. Turn on the news, see everything that's been going on. We are truly, Jesus is coming back soon, brother. So tell us about that. Yeah,
4: you know. I don't know if you, I'm sure you have, but if you've read through Revelations, but right around chapter 6 it gets a little scary because the seals start getting opened up, start seeing things, you know, and it starts to be a little real, you know. And I think every time I, as a believer, you know, I've grown up in the church, but, you know, every time somebody would say Jesus is coming back, all these things, I would always have this little bit of fear um, just because of Revelations is a little scary. Um, and I really wanted this song, I wanted to write it in a way that was like, you know what, no. I want to write this song so that people will hear this, and when they hear this, the term Jesus is coming back, it's hope, it's joy, it's truth, because y'all, this is just an airport. This is not our final destination as believers. We know that, we have eternity waiting for us. And it's been a privilege to watch people just grab onto the truth of this and and love it
1: awesome so we are a podcast for christian music fans by christian music fans and so we spent uh the weekend asking fans what they would love to ask their favorite artists and we had several questions for you jordan and we picked one rob from texas wants to know how many hats do you own
4: um i mean total hats uh Probably close to a hundred. Okay. Yeah.
1: Does he need a separate closet for his hats?
3: He should have a separate closet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan, thank you so much for taking the time, and we're looking forward to your performance tonight.
4: Thanks, bro. Thanks yeah. for having me.
2: Well, there we go. He he has around a hundred, so he could definitely pass one my way. I'm just saying, I, I I think I could I think I could pull it off.
1: And he probably does need a separate closet for all of his hats.
2: No, but when yeah, but um, Jordan and his wife, they were both super kind, and uh, his performance was was really good. Jonathan Trailer, man, that it was a really cool performance.
0: Mm-hmm. So the next interview is with John Reddick, which was really cool, just him being a worship pastor coming into everything that he is coming into with God Turn It Around. So let's get into that quick interview. All right, we're back
2: at the red carpet with John
0: Reddick. John, how are you today? I'm doing well, you?
2: Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I got the fan down here on yeah, my see, end, so you it's you a nice spot. Yeah. Everybody else down there is burning. It's out. a nice <laughs> spot. It's a nice spot. So, John, uh, you're nominated for Breakout Single of the Year. So what's it like to go as, from worship leader in church to nominated for a Kayla fan award?
5: Man, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm just honored that I get to share songs with people in any kind of form, you know, in any kind of format. So, that's a, it's a blessing and it's crazy. I'm blown away for real, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on just
2: the impact the worship movement has had? You know, like worship music 15 years ago was kind of confined to church, but now we hear it on the radio. What, what do you think about that? What's your
5: Dude, I think it's awesome because I really do believe that worship music is uh, where people actually kind of become, they get together and kind of lay down everything else in life. And I just feel like worship music is one of those things that brings people together, man. Awesome. Absolutely. So our podcast is for fans by
2: fans. And so we talked to some of your fans this week. And we have a question for you from one of your fans, okay? Okay, okay. So this comes from uh, Henry from Florida. And he wants to know, Henry wants to know, what's your favorite book other than the Bible?
5: Oh, man. All right. So my favorite book is this book. I got to meet the author, actually. It's called um, The Voice of the Heart. And it just kind of takes you through this healthy way of understanding what emotions are. Cause as me and, you know, man, we're like, no, nah, I'm good. But, uh, we're messes. Yeah, man. So yeah, it, it's a, it, it actually is one of the top five things that changed my life, man. That uh, book. Well, John, thank you so much for taking time and good luck tonight. Absolutely. Thanks a okay, nice,
2: I will say John Reddick is one of the coolest guys I've ever met.
1: <laughs> he did mention, I don't know if y'all heard in the clip Something about a fan and how we were cool over there. Well, not only was we physically, um, we looked cool, but also physically we were cool, cool. Because it was like, what, 90 degrees that day and we were all in suits. And it was outside the red carpet. And we were blessed with this humongous fan right behind us that blew on us the whole entire red carpet event. Kept us nice and cool. Yeah, we got lucky, but I'm not done talking about John.
2: Um, (laughs) He's one of the people I've become a big fan of since the awards. Uh, He was, again, I'll say it, John, I'm hoping you're going to be on here soon. We're trying to make it happen. One of the coolest dudes uh, I think I interviewed and uh, really has a heart for the Lord. Um, Just being able to see him in the Emerging Artist uh, Showcase and hear his story was really cool. And um, being involved in worship at church for all the years I've been doing it too, just kind of being able to relate to him on that level, him being a worship pastor and stuff. So, um, let me—I'm just fanning out just for a second.
1: So, this next clip is with Tasha Layton. Tasha saying at the songwriter showcase, she is also a huge Stephen Curtis Chapman fan. Uh, She was nominated for Female Artist of the Year and breakout single for Look What You've Done. Great interview. Hope you enjoy it. We are here on the red carpet with Tasha Layton. Tasha, you are nominated for Female Artist of the Year, breakout single of the year, Look What You've Done. Now, this song has impacted numerous lives. We saw you last night with Stephen Curtis Chapman, one of our people that we've grown up listening to. We absolutely love Stephen. He is amazing. And so tell our listeners a little bit about Look What You've Done.
3: Look What You've Done is really my life's testimony in a song. I think for many years, I would find myself on the side of a freeway somewhere, crying in my car, God, the gospel promises freedom and yet I don't feel free. I feel very stuck, and there were lies that I believed from my childhood even that uh, I was believing. I was viewing life and God and myself through those lenses, and I needed God to pull up the roots of that stuff, and so he did, and I am feeling like the freest person I know now, and so um, that's what we wrote the song about.
1: Awesome. awesome. Well, good luck tonight, and we are actually a podcast by Christian music fans for Christian music fans and so over the weekend we've talked to several of the fans and they came up with several questions for you but we picked one and it's Julia from Atlanta and she wants to know what your favorite movie is.
3: Oh gosh, I love Shawshank Redemption, I love The the Notebook, I love uh, The Holiday, you know any kind of rom-com I'm a girl y'all so uh, yeah I love all those movies.
1: Awesome. Well, good luck tonight. Thank you, Tasha, so much for what you do. Thank you. So just to point out, Shawshank Redemption is not a rom-com. <laughs> no, but it
2: is an amazing movie, though. It is I a great told her, movie. I told her after the interview, I said, yeah, I said, you, you got a lot of points. You got a lot of points in my book for saying Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Now, no book we can talk about, but, yeah. but <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, yeah, it's a phenomenal movie. <laughs> No, but she killed it too, man. That mm-hmm. weekend at the uh, uh, at the songwriter showcase, man. Every time someone had to sing after her, they were just like, "Well, that we can't follow that up." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and it was cool because she was really kind of nerding out, fanning out with Stephen Curtis and and Mac Powell and all that. And uh, it, it was cool to kind of see her like being a fan while being up there with them too. So that was pretty
0: fun. Yeah. And she was one of the ones that were in the middle of her song, a new song that hasn't been released. Right. And she was singing it. And then the middle, she was like, I just messed that up. She was like, I, I totally messed that up, but you all wouldn't know it because it's it's not not out yet. Yeah. (laughs) It's not recorded. Good thing it's not on the radio because you don't know that I just biffed it real big.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Next we have Matthew West's assistant for the Kayla Fan Awards <laughs>
5: co-host,
0: <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> co-host Torn Wells. I'm
4: all right here with these guys. Hi, okay. I'm Jesse. Hey, how are you doing? doing? Hi, it's what it? Lorna. What is it?
2: Lorna. Lorna, nice, nice to meet, to meet you. you. Nice to meet you guys.
5: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Y'all related?
2: We are brothers, yeah. Well, here we're back at the red carpet the Kayla Fan Awards with Torrin Wells and his wife Lorna. How are y'all doing today? We're doing great. Great. Awesome. Well, Torrin, you're a busy guy. New album coming out. You're up for an award tonight. Oh, and yeah. you're hosting with yeah. kind of a veteran host. Yeah. Uh, pressure?
4: No pressure? How no you feeling? No pressure. Then? Does a person playing on LeBron James' team feel pressure? Mm-hmm. No. You got LeBron. Like, I got Matthew. I'm good. That's a good answer. He paid you to say that, right? It sounded rehearsed. (laughs) It sounded rehearsed to
2: me. Hey, listen, so our podcast is a Christian music fan podcast for fans, by fans. And I got a fan this weekend that asked me to ask a question to you. Cool. Uh, So I got Joey from California. And Joey wanted to know, what's your go-to worship album?
4: Oh, I'm going another level, Israel Houghton. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of got to go back to about 2004 for that one. I think I have it on CD. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't even know if they have it on iTunes um, or Apple Music. But there's just something about songs from that time. Like, the new season, another level, deeper level albums were, like, when I was really uh, forming a lot of my own musical style and getting inspiration and stuff. So those are special records.
2: Well, Torin, thank you so much, Lorna, thank you very much. Good luck tonight. Y'all have a wonderful
4: night and good luck. Thank you so much. Yeah. You too. Have fun. Yeah, nice you to guys.
1: See you. yeah. Torin was awesome. He opened the whole show with fake it, the song fake it, which will be coming out on his new album, joy in the morning, which is coming out in a few weeks. He opened up with Aaron Cole, so it was a, an amazing song.
2: Yeah, he, he, Torn is a cool dude. I mean, I know I said John Reddick is probably the coolest dude, but, man, Torren's up there, too. <laughs> Tor was pretty cool. Um, and the, and Chris, he complimented your suit and completely
0: didn't say anything to me or Jacob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was definitely the best dressed there.
2: <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> Well, last interview today is with uh, Joel and Luke Smallbone from Four King and Country. And they were the big winners of the night. They had three wins. They won Group of the Year, uh, Artist of the Year, and Song of the Year. So they had a really big night. And um, they were super humble. I mean, you'll hear in the interview. Um, But yeah, it was cool to be able to uh, talk with those guys after the show.
0: Yeah, they stayed late to make sure that they got to speak with us, so that was pretty cool.
2: Well, we're here with uh, Joel and Luke for For King & Country, or of For King & Country, and today they have the trifecta win, uh, group of the year, artist of the year, song of the year. You guys have some pretty amazing fans. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: uh, That's what's sort of beautiful about tonight, Jesse, is like it is straight. There's no middleman. It's literally... Farm-to-table artists and fans, you know, and um, so to have, uh, you know, particularly with the backdrop of a pandemic, to have them come out so mm-hmm. kindly and uh, support a song that is still very young with "For God Is With Us," and as group and artists, uh, we we should check back in in a few days because we're
5: still kind of processing, processing
0: it. it yeah. But it's it's monumental to say the to say the
2: least. Yeah. So you have amazing fans, but also amazing family, and I want to talk a little bit about that. When we walked in on Friday, the first thing we saw was one of your brothers carrying a bunch of your mom's books to the table because they ran out. We saw him running around. We saw much of your family just helping out wherever they needed help. You have family here tonight. We're a family podcast. We do it together as well. And we talked with your mom a few weeks ago actually on our podcast, and she spoke about her book and just the importance of family. Would you all be willing to speak into what's the importance of family and how does God use them in your life and your ministry?
5: I think it's the bed- bedrock of a human life is is, uh, is family. I mean, you... you uh you know, you take Joel and I for instance, I mean, we've been around music our entire life and those early moments before we remembered how to walk, we were listening to music and that was because of our family. Mm-hmm. You know, we, would go, we, we were raised in a family that our dad was a concert promoter, we came over to America with very, very little and then our, eventually our sister became an artist, Rebecca St. James. We went out on the road with her, Joel was a stage manager, mm-hmm. I became a lighting director and it, we didn't know any better. But I think what we were actually cultivating was family. Mm -hmm. What you were actually cultivating is the people that you end up trusting the most should be family, but it's the first thing oftentimes in society that we we look to say goodbye to. Mm You get to 18. You're an adult now. Goodbye. And I think that family sticks together. I think that family uh, should be trustworthy. I mean, Joel and I have worked together for now for you know over 15 years. You know, before we were signed or anything like that. And we had to work on that. But family is trustworthy. You know, we can disagree on things, but at the end of the day, we still got to do Thanksgiving and Christmas together. So we got to resolve it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've lost a little bit of the art in family to agree to disagree, but to still love. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, I think our parents demonstrated it. And I think that hopefully we're playing. Out what it means to uh, be family together, be be family that works together, and that family that uh, still loves one another.
2: Right on. Well, I think you are. We've witnessed it this weekend, and Joel and Luke, thank you guys very much. Thank you, Congratulations man. again. Okay, appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you all. Um, I, I will say, man, I cannot wait to have Joel and Luke on the podcast mm-hmm. because I'm I just have a bunch of things I want them to say. In their Australian An accent, accent oh, just, yeah. to, just to have, you know? I can't wait to have that discussion with them um, because I have a theory. Well, we'll get to that later whenever we interview them, but uh, I'll save it. Uh, but yeah, man, those guys were cool, super humble. Um, they had a huge night. They did. It was awesome. And they,
1: they sang Relate at the awards, too, which was awesome. Yeah, the oh, performance, and they were the in performance
0: those... was so cool. Yes, and those hanging hanging boxes basket, look like a phone booth anyone. almost and man
2: i gotta get yeah. me that that jacket thing that luke wears that uh long, tail. long tail that's cool. yeah man that is so cool except i mean he looks really cool in it i feel like if i put it
0: on you'd be like
2: what are you doing man <laughs> yeah they they
0: have they have a certain style and i don't know if any of us could pull it off for real it's like,
2: a, it's like Star Wars Tuscan Raider meets it is uh, like Braveheart uh, stuff Urban Outfitters I don't even know it's really cool <laughs> they're they're cool dudes but super nice humble super deserving of uh, all the love they get from their fans for sure and looking forward to having them on here so they can say this is the Christian music I can't even do an Australian accent guys <laughs> but they just do it so good <laughs>
0: This is the- I'm not even gonna try to try. Like they're gonna be offended if they hear me try. You're listening to the Christian Music Girls podcast. Okay. <laughs> that's terrible. No, 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 no. Uh, awesome. Well you, you, you gotta
2: know the art of the accent. <laughs> the art.
1: Yeah. Well, this was part one. We still have another whole episode full of interviews and fun things to talk about.
2: We're looking forward to the next episode where we get to wrap up all of our interviews with all the other awesome artists we got to talk to. Uh, Thanks to K-Love. Thanks to all the people that were at K-Love at the awards, um, working the event that let us um, come and have the opportunity to be there. Super grateful. Shout out to Crystal, Velvet, Anna, and man, the dude from Security with the Long Ponytail. I can't remember your name, but dude, you were awesome. And I hope you're listening because you promised you were going to listen. Okay. You promised you were going to listen, but you didn't wear a name tag. Um, but yeah, what a wonderful weekend. And we're looking forward to the next episode where we get to wrap everything up.
0: Be sure to leave us a review. Follow us on all social medias at Christian Music Guys. Check us out at ChristianMusicGuys.com. We are a listener-supported podcast. We love our supporters and so appreciative. If you want to join our team financially, you can do so at christianmusicguys.com. Thanks again, and we will see you on part two.